As I record this, it is my daughter's last day of school. As you listen to it, we are entering the first week after school into the summer. Now, most years previously, we have put her into a camp, which covered most of the summer, and occasionally we'd have some special camps she'd go to. This year, due to a paperwork snafu, and by paperwork snafu, I mean we were too busy to turn in the paperwork until it was apparently too late, she did not get into that camp. So we do not have a standard plan for the summer. And at previous times, I would get very stressed out by this. And I'm not saying I won't become stressed out by this later, but right now, sitting here at my computer in front of the microphone, I am choosing to believe that I am the person who is not going to get stressed out by this. When she was much younger, she was in preschool. Preschool doesn't end for the summer, just goes year-round. Very simple. All year-round, same system. And then going into school, she had this camp called Treehouse, Treehouse Camp, every summer. So it was predictable. It wasn't the same. wasn't putting her on the bus. It was driving her to school or to camp. But it was still predictable. Well, this year we don't have that. Now, why is the predictability important? Because I am an entrepreneur. One of my greatest challenges is first getting focused on what I'm doing, then finding the time to do the things I need to do based on the focus and the plan, and executing on that. So if I need to change up my schedule, or I don't know what time I'm, I have to go pick her up at some time, or I need to start later, start earlier, whatever, because I'm working around an irregular schedule, that's stressful. If I realize I need to move a meeting because I need to pick her up and didn't realize it, that's stressful. Well, I don't know what she's doing from week to week. But then I, I stop. This is what I'm going to try to do. And this is where the lesson may come for you as well. I try to stop and say, so what happens if I blast a hole through my schedule? For example, in July, we found a really cool theater camp for her. It runs from 9 to 3. I don't know why it runs from 9 to 3. I think because they haven't gotten the word that most families are too working parent households these days. I mean, it's pretty new. It's only since the 80s that this has been the case. But for whatever reason... It's 9 to 3 and not 9 to 5, or an even more desirable 9 to 6. So someone has to pick her up at 3. Well, my wife has a job that is a 9 to 5 job, so for her to leave is a whole thing. She has to get time off, and she gets paid less, and so it's me. Except on the couple of days when I absolutely can't do it. I'm running a summit a couple of those days. I can't do it on those days. But the rest of the days is going to be me. Well, that means I need to block off basically 2.30 to 3.30 to go get her, which means that's two meetings a day. I do half-hour meetings in the afternoons. Two meetings a day that I can't have. And that's 10 meetings a week. That's 40 meetings for the month that aren't going to happen. So one might think, I might think, oh my goodness, this is going to slow my business down. And... You know, then I'm gonna be I'm gonna be delayed, and things aren't gonna work out, and and what? And this is where it gets interesting, and this is where I want you to pay close attention to the thought process. So, I can't have those forty meetings or so. Now, first off, let's look at the problem. Am I really losing forty meetings? Well. One of those days is the 4th of July, so I'm not losing any meetings on that. So uh, that's 
38. Mondays, I don't schedule meetings because that's my day to work and not my day to have meetings. So that's another 8. Now we're down to 40, uh, 30. Now we're down to 30 meetings that I'm missing. I don't schedule meetings every single available time spot. I also have a couple of summits that I'm running during that time. I believe three of them when my wife is going to have to pick her up. And so because of those three, that is six more. So now we're down to 24. And figure maybe, I don't know, six or eight of them wouldn't have been booked anyway. And now we're down to 18 or 16. So it's 18 or 16 potential meeting slots. Now what do I do during these meetings? Do I, do I have conversations that move the fate of the earth? Eh, sometimes, but sometimes not. So which meetings are going to get cut in a, in a month when I'm very busy? Well, the less important ones. I'm going to be much more wary of who I give my meeting link to through Calendly, who can book a meeting. I'm going to be much more picky about that. So I'm probably going to shed a lot more of these getting-to-know-you meetings and we'll focus more on the meetings that have immediate clear value. I have something called an open virtual coffee because people always want to meet, meet me because I'm the guy who knows a guy and they're hoping they can tap into my network, which I'm open to if they can get right to the point, know exactly who they need to meet, and I happen to have them with no effort. But I really discourage those meetings where people just want to tap my network and don't have anything to give in return because that's not much of an exchange of value. So I'll simply be disciplined to discourage that more. So in other words, is it really a problem to lose that five hours a week or less when you actually do the math? Probably not that bad, but let's imagine it is. So the first thing is to look and say, is the problem as bad as I think it is? And it's not, usually isn't. But let's imagine it is as bad as I think it is. Let's game it out. What happens if this would actually slow my business growth, slow my business by whatever 10, 20%? What would happen? Well, my business, uh, a lot of what I'm doing is figuring out what the where the opportunity is. Right? I don't just sit here and make widgets all day. I'm not in sales. It's not like when I worked for the magazine and it was get more calls, make more sales, make more money, very linear. Now it's much more of, well, I do some networking training and I do some event planning and I do some of this and I do some of that. And uh, additionally, I do some gig work, whether it's it's mass production gig work like rideshare or it's individual gig work like interview, voiceover, all kinds of other things. And what happens is if I don't make enough money during the week, if my business does not do what it needs to do that week, then all I do is pay down less debts. During 2022, I took a couple of chances on a couple of things, invested in a few things that did not pan out and return, as will sometimes happen in business. So financially, I'm in a recovery state. So we've got enough to pay the bills. We're in good shape. We're comfortable. The house is safe. Everything's fine. We just need to pay down the debts and build back up our reserves. So what happens if I work less? We pay down less of the debts and build back up less of the reserves. In fact, 
it is at the point that if I don't grow my business at all for an entire month, it just means we don't pay down the debts. That's where we're at. If I go into suspended animation for a month, now I do need to serve some clients in some ways, so I can't drop off face of the earth for a month, but I don't need to grow the business. I'm actually in a pretty stable spot. But it's easy to fall into the trap of thinking, I've got to grow the business. I've got to do this. i got to keep moving or else something. A lot of us live our lives feeling like there's a monster we can't see in the shadows just behind us. And if we don't keep running, it's going to catch us. But there's no monster in the shadows. It's in our imagination. So the basic problem that I'm encountering isn't nearly as bad as I think it is. And even if it was as bad as I thought it was, the consequences of it aren't that bad either. They simply delay something that would be nice by a bit. It's not catastrophic. So as entrepreneurs, we often fall into this trap of, I gotta go, I gotta go, I gotta go, but not always knowing what we're doing. The old joke of, I'm not sure where we're going, but we're making great time. doesn't matter how fast you drive if you're not going in the right direction on the right road. So things will happen in your life. You will have distractions. You will have things come up. Some of these things are unpleasant. Health issues, mechanical issues, legal issues. Some of these things are not unpleasant, but distracting. Family events, weddings, birthdays, celebrations, holidays. For some time, I sometimes fall in this trap being like, oh, frickin' holiday, this is another one of these days off. Not a day off for me, but I need to take the day off because, you know, oh, 4th of July, I gotta take this time off and do 4th of July things. Would really rather be working moving forward. Well, I've been working and moving forward for quite some time now. And while my business is much better than it was, my reputation's much better than it was, far more people are listening to this than would have two years ago, things are totally moving forward and it's awesome. But my life is still fundamentally the same. So if I don't work for a day or a week or if I miss a few hours or if I lose a bit of productivity, will it make a difference a year from now? On the other hand, if I ignore my family... Or, you know, don't go to that birthday celebration or don't do this thing that I'd like to do. What difference will that have a year from now? If I have a year when I say I think I've missed out on everything that happened this year, I think I will maybe feel less good about it. Now, it doesn't mean I don't have to do the work to pay the bills. If I skip the stuff that pays the bills, if I skip the direct immediate things that pay in favor of doing the things that I would like to do, then yes, a year from now I'll notice that as we're buried in crushing debt and our reserves are dry and, you know, we're at a financial challenge. But in terms of the growth side of it, the taking the meetings and doing the planning and doing all that, if I don't do that for a while, that's okay. It'll happen. And the crazy thing is, I've had some days when I'm like, you know what, I, I'm just not up for today. I'm just going to rest today. I'm just going to rest. I'm burned out today. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to watch some Netflix this morning and just get my, my things back in order. At various reasons, sometimes I'm tired. Sometimes 
something happens, just sets me off, and I, I just don't have the energy to do anything that day, and so I just chill. I just rest. And those are the days when I'll get that email being like, hey, could I hire you? Could I give you $5,000 to do this thing for me? Or, hey, could you, you know, do some voiceover work for me? Or could you do some interviews for me? Or could you do some of this work for me? Because I need that. That's when those messages come out of the blue. When I'm resting, when I'm doing nothing is when things often work out. Now, is that just observer bias that it seems that way? It happens all the time, but I really notice it when I'm not working? Could be. Or it could be that when I clear my energy and stop struggling and chasing so hard, that's when I find. That's when I create the space for opportunity and abundance to come into my universe. But this summer, things are going to be a bit unpredictable. Hopefully, we'll plan it well enough so they're relatively predictable, but they'll still be shifting week to week. What are we doing this week? What's happening this week? What are we doing now? What are we doing now? And I'm just going to roll with it. Whatever happens, happens. We're going to enjoy it. I'm going to spend time with the kid. We're going to play some Fortnite. We're going to go to the park or the beach or whatever. I hopefully won't get sun poisoning again like I did that one time we went to the beach. And we're going to have some fun. And life will go on. And business will grow. And everything will turn out just fine as it always has. And... We're going to move forward a bit. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. Email me, michael at guywhoknowsaguy.com. What do you think about this? Do you find that you work too much? Do you sometimes work really hard and not realize what you're doing it for? Do you Have you struck a good balance? Are you struggling to strike a good balance? Where are you in this process? Do you agree with what I said? Do you disagree with what I said? Email me, michael at guywhoknowsaguy.com. Let me know what you think. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.